Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Oh, Christmas tree. Well, hi. Oh, this is the whole problem. Tree. I'm trying to. Oh, tree, 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 tree. <laughs> That's such a okay. wonderful interlude, yes. Jill. Oh, well, this is why. They say it's your birthday. Na, 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 na. It's my birthday too, yeah. Na, 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 na. na. But it's not. It's not, but it is. No. Uh, my husband's birthday is on the 22nd <laughs> and of December, and Bailey's is on the 13th. Mm-hmm. My grandson's is on the 16th, so a lot of stuff happening in December, so welcome. Um, I, w- I always like to send the live link out to people <laughs> right at the beginning, so that's why I'm always like, trying to fumble with my phone and then I'm also in charge of the intro tonight so welcome a uh, lucky and I shouldn't be in charge of anything turns out <laughs> ever uh, but happy holidays Merry Christmas happy, happy Hanukkah holidays. happy all the things happy holidays happy holidays happy holidays may the merry bells keep ringing happy holidays to Well, there you go. Chestnut. <laughs> That's it. No, 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 no. That's the stupidest fire. song ever, really. Oh, really? Have you yeah, ever had totally. a favorite? You, why do I sound like I'm not on? I've never had chestnuts. You're on. I hear you. Okay, because I can't hear myself. I hear you. Um, yeah, I can't hear myself. I see you. I hear you. Can you I hear me now? whatever Can you hear me else. Now? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. can't. That's really bizarro yeah. to me. We but, are very oh, quiet. Oh, wait. There you are. There you are. Uh, there. Mm-hmm. Am I there? There I yeah, am. Oh, that was it. Ta-da. Thank you. I was thinking I was just like talking to myself, or it was the voices in my head, or something. Oh, so you didn't even know above. we were all sitting. Above. Above. Uh-uh. Hey, uh-huh. we have some few. We have a few friends joining us we tonight. Do. So thank you very much, few friends. Tonight, um, I'm happy to be here because I was absent last Wednesday. Yes. Um, went down to Vegas with uh, some friends because we have all turned into groupies for a band. <laughs> and we like to follow them around wherever they are. And when they're around, we have to go. So and yeah. when she says, no questions asked, them, it's not just in Utah, it's all over. All over. Uh, mm-hmm. I've actually seen, we've seen them four times this year. San Antonio, Austin, Salt Lake, and Vegas, and they are a band called Blue October. Which do they know you? Well, they do now. They uh-huh. got to meet and greet last yeah, week. We yeah, we got to do a meet and greet, and I was uh-huh. able to ask a question about what a song. What was your question? Well, it is... Never mind. We're going to move on. <laughs> Wait, we didn't finish. Have you ever had chestnuts from a roasted fire? I don't even know what a chestnut is. Really? Oh my it gosh. Ca- nuts on really? my chest. <laughs> I've had nuts. We are definitely sure. moving on I'm now. Sorry. We are definitely like, moving it on. It hasn't started already. Has now. It? Oh, no. <laughs> what, are, what are chestnuts? 
They are a they, nut that are in a hard that shell. really hard black shell. Well, is not is it black before well, it's, it's really dark brown. Yeah, and then they, they, they roast them on an open fire, mm-hmm. tinfoil. Okay. And then they give them to you in this warm little package, and you walk around. They're in a warm you- little package. Wow. Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds and, like the and, ones I and, was earlier and, talking and, about, talking about and, earlier. And, and then you crack them open mm-hmm. and the the meat inside is soft and really nice. It's not like mush soft. Okay. And it's I not, do not like a soft pecan. It, no, it's not like that, but these are tasty. And I never had them until, stop it, people. Let's regroup. Let's regroup. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're going to just forget that hello. conversation, my friends, because we, you clearly can't handle that. I so. can't. So I'm going to introduce us tonight. Um, we are a great day to talk, if you can't tell. And I am with my two friends here. To my right is my good friend, Kim Michelle. Hello, Miss Patty. Much. We're so happy to have you back. And my really good friend over here on my left. Name Wait, is Jill. you didn't say really good friend uh, you're when just, you talked about me. Oh, okay, so good friend and then really good friend. There you right, go. That's a, you said oh. it again. Okay, so very good friend and really good friend. Okay, there we go. That, okay. I like that better. Thank you. Yes. And um, I'm, yes. I'm happy to be back because we missed you the night before Thanksgiving since we were all hosting and yep. hosting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I missed a really great conversation last week. It was really a powerful conversation. Yes. So thank you for everyone for your input and even your follow-up. It's just been an ongoing and continues to be a powerful conversation mm-hmm. that we get to continue to follow up on. And and if you um, missed last uh, uh, episode, it's uh, last week was episode 32. And if you mm-hmm. can believe it, tonight is episode 33. But episode 32 was um, shortly after the school shooting. And yep, you in two Michigan. in Michigan and you yep. two spoke about... Gosh, what do what do we do? And right, and all three of us are teachers, so it's definitely something that we've trained for and a parents. little. Yep, and, and not not and parents. Not that I want to go into that dark space today, but you did hear that the parents were charged. That's yeah. right. So there's a lot more to that story mm-hmm. than what we knew yep. last week. It's going to be ongoing, and we'll I'm sure do a follow up. Uh, uh, related to that story and as it relates to the parents' culpability and even the school, what the school knew and when they knew it and what action was or was not taken. And I think it's a fine line to believe in the uh, best of your kids and students and your own personal children and society in general and also to do what has to be done to be in a place of protecting those that you're responsible to protect so yeah i think that's going to continue to be an ongoing conversation oh most certainly yeah well tonight we're going to talk about this month's festivities and how we are all feeling around all of the things all of the things all of the things i saw a funny meme the other day uh it said um husband and it had a, his Christmas list, and on his Christmas list was wife's present. And then it had wife, and then her Christmas list had a hundred things on it. 
But let's very, face it, the husband's list is the most important. Right. He's got to get that. He's got to get that right to continue to be the husband. That is true. Because we know we're going to all get it right because we are perfectionists. That's what we do. And yeah. so, how do we manage oh. the perfectionism of or the expectations we have on ourselves? for around the holidays. Yeah, and just the whole um, holiday social stress kind of um, situation that a lot of people might find themselves in, especially coming out of a year of the pandemic when there was an opportunity to really kind of isolate yourself and kind of get used to that. Yes. Well, and and you now it. you're stepping back into a social, more socialized system Mm -hmm. society and more parties and events where because people have the opportunity to be vaccinated and there's a sense of we can be with each other more so now in a safe way but that also means that we haven't been with people so now we're we've we're really good at acclimating ourselves to whatever situation we're in that's one of the things that makes us such amazing beings Mm -hmm. so we acclimated to being alone so now what does it feel like to put ourselves back out into um, an environment that may now not feel so comfortable for us, where mm-hmm. we actually have to put on pants that might have a button oh, on them? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> honestly. I, well, and honestly, too, with the whole, um, you know, with our lives, at least pre-COVID, it felt like we gradually moved into crazy yeah, you know, our lives, at least for me, became uh, more busy as time progressed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with COVID, we went from that to the standstill. And then during that standstill, you know, got comfortable in it, like you mentioned, Kim Michelle. And now that the standstill has been lifted, we're back into crazy instead of gradually building back into it. That's been my experience. Yeah. Part of what I'm noticing too is that even though the, you know, the it's been lifted, this, uh, you know, this quarantine has been lifted, um, I still find that I'm having some anxiety around the, you know, with the Delta variant coming, being into the picture. And mm-hmm. while, you know, thankfully vaccinated and, you know, triple stamped vaccinated, I still just kind of, it's like, I worry about being responsible for bringing people together that maybe may not be, yeah, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. maybe will be one of those breakthrough cases or, you know, any of that. So I have a, I have a bit of that going on in my head too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think those are all the things that increase the feeling of social anxiety and social anxiety exists already. There are 15 million people in the United States who are diagnosed with some kind of social anxiety, whether that is social or performance anxiety that exists out there. That's like 7% of the population. And some of them, even though we don't necessarily while we see it as part of mental health, it definitely is, and it can lead to additional mm-hmm. mental health kinds of issues, which we already began to address on our last uh, podcast in terms of the woeful lack of mental health right. services that are available to everyone 
but I think that's especially true to our young people. So I know as adults, we carry that because oftentimes we're the ones that are putting on the celebration. Right. So we bring our anxiety to that. And if we're bringing our kids to that experience, they're bringing their anxieties with them as well. Many people who are in that of that 15 million are saying that they have had that diagnosis or felt that experience for 10 years or more. Mm -hmm. So it's not new, but it's definitely been exacerbated by the current situation. So I think it's such an appropriate conversation for us to be having. And I hope that is not one that has all of you lock yourself in your home and not come out because that's not the purpose of this conversation. (gasps) And Cecilia, oh my gosh, I hope some of you know her from Boom Club. Oh, it is Cecilia. Yes, it is our traveling nurse. So happy to have you on our podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So yes, welcome everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so I, you know. I, I grew up having um, a lot of family in St. George. So right. I have all my um, aunts and uncles and all my cousins and my siblings and my parents and everybody on my side has been right here. And so it wasn't really even a conversation around, uh, no, you don't get, you don't get to stay home for this family right. event. It was a it, year we, going. Yeah, it, we it was just an expectation. I never even considered not going until I got older. But um, yeah, and it's very peeply. <laughs> Where did it's we just so oh, okay. peeply? It's so peeply <laughs> that we actually rent a, a play. Well, we, we rent the Lions Lodge to have our extended family Christmas party, which is amazing because I get to see all my cousins and aunts sure. and uncles. And, and as I've gotten older, I've appreciated it and um, get, uh, you know, and I don't always see my aunts and uncles regularly. And it is definitely something to appreciate where I know some people are like, Oh, I have an aunt. I haven't seen her in 20 years. And, and I'm lucky enough to have my aunts and uncles and cousins close, um, close by. But, um, if I had some social anxiety around that, which sometimes I, it's more of like one more thing, then there's a lot of people there. Um, it, it would be really difficult. So I can't imagine. Peopley. Peopley comes in another variety or another form too. And it's like you touched on, it's another gathering. Mm -hmm. And while you do not want to miss seeing those people, um, lots of gatherings Mm -hmm. in a short period of time Mm -hmm. right? right. is, and is really stressful for me. It is really stressful Mm -hmm. for me. What is the stress for you, Jill? What what do you feel like the stress is for you? Well, for me, especially if I'm hosting, it's the absolute perfectionism that I, Mm. I have around making sure that everything is accounted for and everything, everything has been given forethought. So I've already planned for this. And if this happens, then there's this and these things are already prepared and it just moves smoothly and it looks flawless and it feels flawless to everybody that's there. And, and can I just really quickly say that Jill, you are like that, even if it's just your own kids. 
I know. On your traditional events. Don't you feel like? Yeah. So if it's just my kids, I, I like things to be a certain way, but I probably um, don't. Uh, you, you can say it. Yeah. That's I prob- crazy. I know. I probably am not as specific as I would be if I had outsiders. Oh. So my, right. but for you. Outside peoples? People that don't people. live in my home and know, if they don't already know my crazy, I try not to show well, them my crazy. My, my family, they're the only ones that get to share in my crazy. Yeah, but, but you really like to make a really nice tradition, even if it's just your kids, you don't have friends or other people over, even if it's just your kids, you want to have that experience for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's just... A harder thing. It's a lot of yeah. crazy. You like to have that all perfect, even. Yeah. Yeah. Because Thus if it wasn't mental may I breakdown ask you? last year, of course. Because if it wasn't perfect, then what? Well, it depends on the level of what wasn't perfect. So there's <laughs> level of perfection. So yeah. some things, if that wasn't perfect, that would be okay. Right. Like... Because I don't know if that's true. That's why I'm asking. Like, what could not be perfect and it would be okay? Um, I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> um, I wanted to make a, a turkey out of vegetables, like a... Okay, was, that, that right off platter. the bat, I can tell you that... Oh, you mean a platter. A, a platter. platter. Look like a turkey. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. No, I a wasn't. turkey that is made of vegetables, like you're going to put it in <laughs> the deep fryer. And no, 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 no. All right, I'm wanted, with you now. Yeah, I wanted to make a <laughs> the veggie platter, platter that, looked that looked like, looked a, like turkey. a turkey. With the feathers. Uh-huh, and I had yeah. it pulled up. And, yeah. and then I had to run an errand, which I was grateful. I, I was so excited to do. Uh, I got to go to my sister's and see a little nephew and I didn't get back in time to make the turkey. And when I got back in time, there was no time for that. And so someone put the vegetables on a platter, which was just perfect. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't make the turkey. And I was a little disappointed in myself. That I, I'm like, I could have made that turkey earlier. Why didn't I do that earlier? What was I doing? Well, I was making mini cheesecakes. Yeah. <laughs> which do you think, honestly, which do you think people would have preferred? This uh, people. This peeply cheesecake right here. Kim Michelle. Kim cheesecakes. Oh, well, yeah. Hello. Cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Done yeah. without yeah, yeah. The And they were actually super sure. easy, but it wasn't, the, I could have done both. I just was kind of hanging out and. Okay. Which and is so, the memory stuff, right? Which yeah. is the fantastic yeah. memory stuff. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one cares that it didn't yeah. look like a turkey. Well, mm-hmm. I think that one of the reasons that I enjoyed having Thanksgiving on Saturday this year and was because I could prep for two, three days beforehand. Mm. And so I had the time to think about and put together and, you know, in one bucket, I had all of the table linens and the candlesticks and the candles and everything all ready for um, Savannah to be in charge of the table. And I already had the, uh, a couple of the things prepared the day before and I already had things measured out and prepared in another section and Judd had already done his um, pies the night before Mm. so everything was ran much more smoothly and I was way more relaxed Mm. about everything 
could you just say to Savannah, Savannah, whatever, you're responsible for the table setting and whatever you choose to do is absolutely going to be perfect. Well, it would, even however she decorated it. This year yeah. I got, this is the first, I shifted things. I kind of shook it up a little bit because last year was a different Thanksgiving. None of us right. were together and yeah. we actually ordered it from Harmon's. Yeah. And here's the thing, like we best gravy it oh, w yeah. well actually we did cracker barrel oh it was cracker yeah. barrel that you ordered it okay and it was so easy and it was the most relaxed thanksgiving on record cracker barrel our next, next sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> however i didn't have my people with me yeah right right so that that didn't you know that didn't work so this year i changed my table decor. Mm -hmm. It's always been the same. I, I always take out my Christmas plates on Thanksgiving that my mom gave me. Um, and that's how we welcome in winter and the table, you know, she got me all of the beautiful stuff for the table. So I've always done that. And I shifted it and bought Christmas or Christmas. I bought Thanksgiving stuff. So Savannah would have done a fantastic job no matter what, because she's amazing and fantastic you've taught her everything she should do <laughs> right exactly she knows all the rules she mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep she knows exactly what it's meant she to look like <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yep but it was but just having things already in my head it wasn't like going you know we had school on tuesday and then i had wednesday to prepare everything and then thursday just always felt like a frantic mess to me right this year it wasn't i could relax way more and so that for part you, was good time more time mm -hmm. is something that let lets you feel less yes. stressful around the holidays yeah and okay. really the week before christmas i put a lot on myself because i like well like you mentioned patty i hold tradition very close to my heart and i want those things to be special to my boys and come to find out they really are. Right, because uh, you tried to cancel a tradition and the kids are like, whoa, no. Yeah, yeah Ethan. Oh, that's so awesome. Then they can now pick up that baton of the tradition and carry it forward. Mm -hmm. Yes? Well, Oh, sure. Because if I were to, if I were to go, well, blah 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 blah. Only if they did it the right way. Right. If I were to, like, if I were going, if I were going to their home, and they were interpreting it the way they interpreted it, which would be amazing and fantastic. That would be so great because I'm in their home. Ah, and I envision things how I well want to experience and maybe it's like this you know I mean we had certain traditions in our family it was always going to my grandmother's for Thanksgiving and we had our family Christmas party at my grandmother's um and we you know as far as like real traditional things that I carried on we didn't have those things and Judd didn't and so we just created these and I don't know that's yeah, a long story so 
Um, shout out to Michelle. She did prefer the mini cheesecakes. I think she ate well, five or hello, six. Well, hello, Michelle. You and me, girlfriend. Yeah. Kim Michelle and Michelle. I mean, yeah. that's a given. Same, same. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I've always told Jill some advice that um, she probably can repeat. This is going to be golden. Also advice coming that, from the perfectionist. Yeah, it's advice. Ultimate perfectionist right. to the mm-hmm. other. This is going to be golden. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I also could use this advice, but I just like to share it as if I already do it, but I don't. And Jill, what is it? If you don't have many. Oh, if you're not first, you're last. Well, that's true. Yes, that's true too. Yes. If you don't have any expectations, you won't be let down. Well, yep. that is what disappointment is. It's the difference between your expectations and your reality. And reality, yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah. And and I, I I still think we should have some expectations, but... Right, see? Right, Riley would <laughs> would love it if I didn't. Well, like, I think oh, you can home. have an intention, yeah. Yeah. right? This is my intention. This is my intention of what I'm working to create. Mm-hmm. And then I release off of what more better different right mm-hmm, now right. i release off of what is and let it be more better different let it be whatever it's going to be now without an expectation mm-hmm. of what it should be so right. is that something that's causing holiday anxiety is the expectations oh. well it's so funny that you yeah. mentioned that and we talked about this a little bit because um before we had discussed this topic together uh the night before on my headspace app my meditation they have a whole section on staying grounded and having happier holidays and uh, one that i did was holiday perfectionism and then the other one that i'll probably do tonight is managing holiday social anxiety so it is a thing it no it's it's a total thing that i do not remember ever 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 hearing about before this year Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, social anxiety is a for real thing. Well, that part, yes. Which is social or performance based. Right. And holiday social anxiety is a for real thing too. I think for the reasons that we've talked about before, it's just more, there's more awareness around it now because we are living in a very unique experience coming out of the isolation and then back into uh, we don't even really know how to communicate and converse with each other over a Zoom call, let alone in a face-to-face kind of conversation with each other. And I think that is what also elevates the level of, of angst or anxiety when it comes to those kinds of things. And because we haven't been able to be together I think we just innately want it to be such a good experience for mm. everyone. We want everyone to have a joyful time. And I think sometimes there's just a disconnect between what really will make it joyful is for everyone to be relaxed and just enjoy the company of each other. And we think that it's about the other things when really it really is just about being in the shared company with each other. And if we made that the priority and the other things, the food and the decorations and the environment and, and what everybody's going to get out of it, if we made that the secondary motivation and the primary motivation is just that everybody feels welcome in my home. Yeah. Mm. 
that yeah. everybody feels loved in my space. That that's my primary objective. And if they have to cook their own dinner, <laughs> they know that I'll stand next to them while they cook it and we'll have a great conversation, then maybe mm -hmm. that's okay. Now well, they probably won't. Scott's like, nobody's standing in Kim Michelle's kitchen and they're cooking while she's just standing there talking to them. <laughs> no, uh, no, I just saw Judd. <laughs> hey, Judd. Yeah. Remember when you expect that we'll leave for Salt Lake at 9 a.m. And we don't get on the road until 9.30. Crazy, crazy. Well, it's just more better. Better different. Run. That's right, like Judd. That. That's exactly right. Well, if I say we're going to try and be on the road by 2, but I don't expect to be on the road till 3. That's what I did. Did you say? Last, let's see. When did I do that, Judd? Just recently I did that and said, well, I said. We're going to shoot for we 9. Going, yeah, I didn't say shoot for 9. We're leaving at 9. And then we were driving at oh i can't even remember but i had purposefully bumped it back a half an hour yeah and so we were on the road <laughs> when i but did everybody else us. know you bumped it back no or was not everybody we were driving i know but everybody should... else is thinking oh oh we're late we're late we're late that's good here's what happens mm -hmm. uh, if i say that right or scott says or i say we're gonna be we're gonna leave at nine but i know nine thirty really but we're gonna leave at nine. But usually then everybody is like, uh-oh, mom's gonna be mad because we're supposed to leave at nine and it's 9.30 and we're not leaving. They're all in an angst. I'm not, because 9.30 is really our time. I'm totally cool, but everybody else is like, <gasps> everybody's yeah. in trouble. The world's in trouble. The world yeah. is gonna stop spinning on its axis because That's we were supposed to leave at nine <laughs> and we're really leaving at 9.30. When in actuality, we could have just said, Really, what time do we have to be up there? Oh, there's no given specific time? Then let's just get out of here at the time we're going to get out of here and we all still love each other when we leave the house. No, no, no. I want all my people to be worried and in angst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want them nervous because okay. I said nine and it's not nine and I want them chop, chop. Well, we have to because we have to Otherwise, if we did at a time because it's hockey. Well, yeah. And they have to be there an hour before mm -hmm. the game and i love my people and my people are they run on but do Melbourne they know that time if if, if you oh. if you weren't engaged yeah, they do. they'd yeah, all they do. miss the game they they'd be late would they miss the game they can't would they not be allowed to play uh we have walked in five minutes before would they not started. be allowed to play so so i get would that what, be a consequence well, to them being late kim michelle is getting to a point that i like too and i do this for me um what does that do to you if they're late for their it's game it's embarrassing for me it's embarrassing mm -hmm. for you even yep. though it shouldn't be because you're not the one late for their game Ooh. but you're the mom and you're mm -hmm. in charge no mm -hmm. one else gives a shit <gasps> no one else gives a shiz, Michelle. We're gonna be, uh, uh, Sean, are no we gonna one... be taken off the air? Oh, well then we're gonna say it more often. Okay, so, but that's the thing, like, we take this stuff on. Yeah, but if, we don't if have you're to anything take like on. me, that's not mine to take on. It's not ours right. to take on. Right, but we take it on. But it is the thing. And really, it it's not ours to take on, and, and I have really been trying harder to not do that, but I know. I do. Yeah. That's one of my notes here in terms of how can we work to decrease our level of expectations and decrease our level of ex 
of anxiety mm-hmm. is what am I making it mean about who I am? And do I have to make it mean that? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm making it mean something about who I am, this whole experience, and really I don't have to make that mean that about me, then I can just let it go. And this is a whole journey. So Scott, I know you're laughing in the background of this whole conversation, but at, because it is a journey that you're working on continuously and I can make, I can get stressed out about a lot of stuff and I'm really moving in that space of one, I'm not responsible for your experience. I'm just not, I'm mm-hmm. going to show up in the best space I know to show up, but ultimately I'm not responsible for your experience. You're responsible for your experience. And if I'm making this mean something about who I am and it's not something positive, then that's on me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm, I wondered too, like, um, and I, I know I'm sure I do this too, but Jill, when you go to the hockey game and you guys are on time and you see another kid run in late, do you look at that mom and think, oh my gosh. Ooh, is, I do. I'm like, what an irresponsible, horrible mother. Those kids should be time. taken away from that no, mother. No, it's not that. It's because Judd's one of the coaches. Oh, well, oh, well that's then true. He should be. <laughs> then he it. should be more worried about the time you leave, not you. Tell him. Judd? So you need to babysit Judd is I, what you're saying here. Because yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing is I, I, as a parent, I know we've all done this when our kids do something that uh-huh. we don't like, we feel like it, we did it. Right. And right. Not it's them, a reflection on us. It's yeah. a reflection. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's a hard thing because that, that can go both ways, good and bad. It's a reflection. And I, as my kids have succeeded or failed, um, I usually accept their failures as my own. Yep. <laughs> and, but I don't always accept their, their wins. Six wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, even I, I, ha- I, I got to give a shout out to my friend Michelle here really quick because her daughter Spencer, yeah, just got her pilot's license. Oh, she wow! Yes. Where's she That's flying exciting. us? I know, congratulations, I know. Spencer! And so exciting. She's 19 years old. She's in That's the so awesome. The, and I think why it's so exciting to me um, is a couple reasons. She's young, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, two, she's female. Yeah, and, yeah, and that is amazing. And um, I just, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. So like, she should talk to Karen. Oh yeah. Karen was in Jill's Karen's, sister. Yeah. Yeah. Karen was one of 10 in her graduating class of um, aeronautical management. Oh, cause and she, she was, a, I think the only one in her pilot's class when she got her pilot's license. I'm yes. a total pilot. Yep. I can light the pilot. That's good. On my yes. gas stove. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, for real. Right. And, no, I know. can't even do that, honestly, without <laughs> without singeing the eyebrows on my... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I. it's just interesting because I, um, as proud as everyone is, and I know Michelle and Spencer's dad are so proud of her, and uh, as well as Oliver, yeah. me, and her right. other her other pseudo-aunts, um, I, I think we don't, like Michelle probably, and I don't know, I can't speak for her, but... Michelle probably doesn't feel as responsible for Spencer becoming a pilot as she would if Spencer had done something mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. we take yeah. on those failures and always right. don't 
say, oh, I'm such, I did this, but I, Spencer freaking just did it. That's so great. And right yeah. now she can, she is certified or licensed to fly four people in a certain plane. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I like, don't know. We're only I'm three. I'm a little scared. We we're are like three only people. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it is, it's like, I, well, it's part of the anxiety. It's the social anxiety. It's the performance. Piece. How you're seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How am I seen? Did I get all the stockings right? Did yeah. I, are they hung with care? Yes. In yes. straight and equally spaced. Well, and <laughs> and it's our own fault um, if our kids' expectations are let down because we're the ones that gave our kids the expectations around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our and my mom, who is was is all was also a perfectionist and could do everything. And she she worked at a flower shop for 20 years, yeah. delivered flowers on Christmas Eve. And uh, and one of her last Christmas Eves, as she was delivering flowers, she was like, I delivered Christmas Eve flowers to a family that's home together and I'm out delivering flowers. Yeah, I don't know how she did it, but our Christmases were amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And I don't know how she did it, but now I have to carry that torch around and right. make Christmas is amazing as well. Right. And I also have a sister who does amazing things as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it is, it is a little, uh, there is a lot of expectation. I think yeah. that's true. I think then the focus is, well, what is it that really made that Christmas amazing? And if you, or that holiday, and if you can really focus down onto what is it really ultimately that made it amazing and just focus on that, chances are it wasn't that everything was spaced exactly <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. I don't know. But chances are that it wasn't. It was probably something more around the way you got to share each other's life with each other. Mm-hmm. And that then is the only thing you really have to be focused right. on. Absolutely. How can I recreate that in mm-hmm. this moment? And if I can do that at any way, in any way, shape or form, then the rest of it is just, well, and you, you know, know, honestly, that's part of it too. It's not just what everything looks like. It's not just what everything tastes like. It's also, is this environment feel right mm-hmm. oh yeah and yeah and so it is more than just the visual of it i mean it's way more than that oh it's, for sure you know so i i know that every christmas morning i remember so many christmas mornings sitting in the chairs we're opening presents and watching the boys and um taking just this deep breath and going oh this is so great this is so yeah great. this is so great the lead up to that is heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy, heavy. And okay, you, as so you guys, how, well, as you guys yeah. know, last year I quit everything. Yeah. <laughs> I quit everything yeah. that last week. And if whatever we had last year was whatever they wanted to put together. Mm-hmm. And um, it was after the day after Yule Day when I just said, I'm out, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And, and how was yep. it? It was tricky, um, and um, also liberating, mm-hmm. and also um, tricky. 
And maybe you get to come from a clean slate then. What is it that I miss the most that I would want to bring back? Right. Because the slate right. is clean. Yep. So what is it that I miss the most? All of it. That I would want. Oh, well. Yeah. That. Yeah. Because, you know, what? like Patty said, there's so much connected to tradition. Mm-hmm. Right. So Christmas Eve morning breakfast with my family up north is something that. I kind of initiated way back when, and that's some, you know, something that we did as a family with my mom. And that was, I mean, that's really almost one of the last traditional things that our family does, at least all of us together. Right. And then, you know, Christmas Eve dinner is Katie's menu. The last Christmas Eve meal that she put together. Mm -hmm. And then, Christmas morning is beignets and it doesn't have to look formal or fancy or anything like that. It's just, you know, Mm. sloppy morning, which is awesome. I love that. My kids love Christmas morning breakfast Mm -hmm. and it's at my mom's and it's, and my dad's, (laughs) my dad cooks a full spread and it's their favorite. Yeah. 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 And so that's also an expectation. Yeah. And I know that's an expectation for my parents too. And they're getting older and is this really something we can manage? Can we still manage this? Have you found that when your family tried or family traditions started to change, how it was, uh, it was a real big shift, you know? Some in our family, some were, and some were kind of a relief, honestly, because we were kind of the outlying family. So we traveled four or five hours every every single Christmas Christmas morning morning for probably 30 years. Talk about how you guys would open presents. Yeah. So we we would get up at like five o'clock in the morning, open our presents and then get everyone in the car and drive up Mm -hmm. uh, to Salt Lake. And then we had... Scott's parents initially were married, but then they separated, but initially they were married and then we would do Christmas at his parents and then we would have to go to uh, Scott's mom's family and then Scott's dad's family and then down to my parents who were married at the time. Then all of them divorced and remarried. So then it was our family and then up north to Salt Lake and then to Scott's Mm. mom's and then to Scott's mom's family and then to Scott's dad's and then to Scott's dad's family. I have anxiety. And then to my mom's family and then over to my dad's family. Um, And it was that way for years and years and years. Why? Why? Why did you do that? Because we were sometimes the only, yes. And some, and we didn't want to be the one saying we're not coming every, because everyone else lived up in that area and we didn't always get together. So that Christmas day was the one time that you were kind of with family and you're always thinking, well, what if this is the last Christmas, everybody's going to be together. Mm -hmm. Uh, We wouldn't want to potentially miss that. And we did love everyone involved there. Did your kids like it? You know what? I think that uh, we made them like it. It's different. We made them love it. (laughs) (laughs) You will like this and you will. That's mm -hmm. gosh darn it. Yes, you will. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I will say that uh, that it's a lot. It's 
it's all it's the only thing they knew for so long that it wasn't a question of liking it or not liking it but was it stressful yes and I think that there is sometimes I you know now when it's us and we're we we're sleeping in until eight o'clock and we're like hello is anybody gonna get up this morning (laughs) right you know and we're done and then we're looking at each other going what are we gonna do for the rest of the day it is a different experience but it's not a it's not a bad experience it's just a different experience that's all right and it definitely is less stressful yeah that's for darn sure yeah yeah will you have most of your kids here for christmas um we are gonna have um I don't think our daughter is going to be here. They were here for Thanksgiving, so that was lovely. So I don't think she'll be here with her fiancé, but um, one of our sons from California will be here with his wife. And um, and then the our other boys will be here. So we'll be part part half and half or half and half in it we haven't seen trevin for so i know he'll be here so so please yeah we'll have a little get together at our house and for sure yeah 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 yeah. we'll get in the hot tub yeah that'll be awesome Mm -hmm. yeah 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 we'll do that for sure yeah so it's different changes are different it's different it is but it's still great Mm -hmm. well and i i hope as a parent of married kids that i let my kids feel like they can do what they need to for them mm-hmm. without obligation. Mm-hmm. And if it serves them to come, great. If it makes sense for them not to, I don't, I really, really want them to do what works for them because I know for a long time and still even today, sometimes in all areas of my life, I do things that don't make it easier for me. Right. Yeah. Agreed. With and and me those too. are my choices too. Sure. I, yeah. You know, some of those things that don't make it easier for me, but I still want to do. Yeah. Like yeah, you said. For yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just um, say, how can we reduce the angst? Can we breathe? Can we meditate? Meditate. Are we sleeping? I are think we those eating? are all Are good we exercising? Things. What Medi- are we doing? Meditation, I think, is a great. Um, taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. Mm self-honoring is a great self-care is a really great strategy when you look at um, ways to control your anxiety find a way to exit a healthy way Uh (laughs) uh-huh find a way to exit you know be the person if if you know that you might be um, a little bit anxious find a way to exit so be the person who oh you need butter I'll go do that so that you can exit the environment if you're uh if you're um, feeling anxious I think also sometimes the anxiety comes from we're not exactly sure how we're going to deal with different situations that might come up Mm -hmm. one of my favorite coaching tools that I use with my clients all the time is before you ever find yourself there to be in the question around um, if this then what Mm. so I'm going to go to this event and I'm feeling a little anxious about going this holiday party because I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck in the corner with so-and-so. So before you ever even go, you just ask yourself the question, okay, so if that happens, then what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So if that happens, then I'm going to find Patty. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So then you ask yourself the follow-up question. Well, if Patty is not available and I can't find her, then what? Well, if I can't find Patty, then I'm going to find Jill. And so you just continue to ask yourself that strategy because even if none of those things come into play, you've already subconsciously created a space where you know that you have alternatives already in play that you could turn to. Right, right. And so then when you find yourself there, even if that isn't the situation, you already know you have a if this, then what kind of scenario that you can turn to. It's a really powerful tool. Yeah, that is a really great idea. Yeah. Really great idea. Well, and I like what Cecilia says. Be yeah. Grateful. Mm hmm. Absolutely. In all, I mean, because all the there time. will be a lot of people. Some people's anxiety will be that they don't have anywhere to go. Right. That they don't have anyone to spend the holiday with. That's a whole different level of angst and anxiety. So I would say that one of the things that we can also do during this holiday season is to think of those people who might not have someone in their life and um, let them know that they're thought about. Take them a little, take them a turkey platter of vegetables or <laughs> a cheesecake. <laughs> You know, let them know that they're thought of during this holiday season, too, because for some people, their social anxiety will be the opposite. Right. That they don't have anyone to share the season with. Right. Well, I'm grateful that I get to be with you guys for the holiday season. Yes, and we're going to have you over to the Pullen House. I yeah, love it. Great <laughs> for you guys. And anyone's welcome. You just have to call first. It's a party. <laughs> All right. What would you like to leave us with, Jill? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. May the berry mills. Merry mills. Be ringing. Happy holidays to you. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.